When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. What do we see? What is going on with Framber Valdez? Is this him just being overworked? Is this him not finding his spots? What are you seeing with Valdez? How has he gone from a guy that was so good last year, everyone thought he was cheating, to a guy that you want on the bump on the other side? Yeah, Framber Valdez. So um, I will start with this. We've had Mike Stanton on our show a couple of times, former big league pitcher. He won a World Series with the, I believe he won, I think he has two or three World Series total. But he talked about, you know, we'll start with his delivery. His delivery and his mechanics are so are so dependent on his arm slot where his elbow is when, when he turns his wrist over for his hook. And he just, he has a very complicated motion and that someone, someone said that sounds like an excuse. No, like mechanically he's got to be in line mechanically. He's got to be on. And I think another thing that he has struggled with this year is the pitch clock. Usually when he would get in trouble last year, he could take the ball, walk around the mound, get the rosin bag. He's not able to do that this year. And I think it's taken its toll. And not only that, you know, he did throw a no hitter. And maybe ever since then, around that no hitter, you have some pretty bad starts. He may be going back mentally trying to do that. And what you'll notice about Framber Valdez is if he is out of the zone, his velocity is up. On 96, 97 constantly. When he's in the zone, his velocity is down, and he tries to overthrow. When when he overthrows, because of the complicated nature of the way he delivers the pitch, that ball finds its way out of the zone very, very quickly. Um, He should have held the ball. I think if he doesn't make the throwing error to first, and I still wonder if Robbie Grossman was in the baseline because we've gotten called for that several times, but that's neither here nor there. But if he holds on to that ball, and if the Rangers only score three runs, the Astros win that game four to three. When yeah. We're not even talking about down 0-2. Mm-hmm. But he's done that before. So he's got to get out of his own head. I think sometimes he tries too hard. And a lot of people thought it was weird that he was very dismissive of not taking responsibility, saying, oh, that's baseball, and it was luck, and they got lucky hits more than, you know what, I went out. I shouldn't have thrown that ball. I made some errors. They got some good hits. And the bottom line is, again, the offense. But Framber, I think it's a mental thing. It's not a talent thing. It's yeah. between the ears. And he he's he's the only one that can fix that. 
Do you think there's anything to him maybe having thrown a just ridiculous amount of innings over the last, uh, you know, fr- from last season, the deep run into the in, to, to win the World Series? So uh, uh, his offseason was shortened by a month at the beginning of the offseason, and then the World Baseball Classic get ramped up for that. The offseason off was shortened on the back end. And because a lot of this has happened in the second half of the season where maybe we're getting to a point where he is just, he, he probably won't come out and say it. Um, he, he probably feels like he's good to go, but maybe there's an element of exhaustion here. Did you put anything to that too? Or do you think this is really mental? You know, um, I do think there's a mental aspect of it. And um, I'll take you back to a really quick story, a really quick story. The very first players that I got to interview, my son and I went to Round Rock when the Astros were in um, back in 2019, um, got to interview Josh Rojas, Brennan Belak, um, and Colin McKee. Um, Carlos Correa was making a rehab start. Framber Valdez was on the mound and Kyle Tucker was on first base. It was, it was a really neat game to look back on. But six walks into the game. Um, my son, who was nine at the time, he's 15 now, said, Dad, I think I think, I think, think the pitcher is nervous. I go, what do you mean? He goes, he doesn't look comfortable. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. And, and and then we get to 2020 when Carlos Correa put his finger in his chest and got him back focused. And then he talked about the sports psychologist the next year. I just think with Framber, he, he has a hard time. He struggles with the mental side of the game. And baseball is a difficult game, but baseball is a game of failure. And it's not whether you fail, it's how you deal with deal with that failure. Mm-hmm. And he just hasn't managed that lately very well. Um, if you can get him back in the right headspace, he is Framber Valdez. He is the guy that Mike Trout said has the nastiest, you know, curveball in yeah. the major leagues. Yeah. So again, he's the only one. The pitching coach can't do it for him. Dusty Baker can't do it for him. He's got to go on the mound and he's got to be determined. That next start I get, I'm absolutely not going to, you know, see the opportunity evaporate and take a hold of it. Because we've seen him. Right. We were there in game six in person yep. when he clinched against the Phillies. We, we've seen it. Yeah. He can be nasty. And, you know, Houston is going to need nasty for Amber because he's, if things go the way you want them to go, he's going to start again in this series and you he's, he's he can't you have to be able to depend on him you, he can't fold again because he may be pitching in an elimination game so and that's going to be a lot that's going to be a lot to try to process again mentally in that moment um another guy that is sort of out there as the as the banner waiver for struggling players on this Astros team is is Kyle Tucker and I'm looking at it right now. I, I pulled it up. There is nobody on this Texas Rangers team that is even close to throughout this postseason hitting like Kyle Tucker is hitting. And that is not a good thing. That is a bad thing. Kyle Tucker does not have a hit yet in the ALCS. He only had a couple of hits against the Twins. We got the batting average below 100 what are we seeing there? You gave great insight on Framber. What are we seeing with Kyle Tucker? And is it something that if he's not feeling right, how do we get the feel back? Because that that hourglass, the sand's running out. How do we? How's Kyle Tucker get back on track? Yeah, you. I mean, you. You were literally. You could count the 
at bats, depending on how many games you think this series is going to continue of, look, you've got this many more opportunities. Yeah. That's why I think Dusty Baker today announced that he was going to move him down in the lineup. Mm-hmm. That means he'll probably move Jose Abreu back up in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And maybe Kyle Tucker needs that kind of reset. Yeah. I think going to Arlington, no offense, Rangers fans, but Kyle Tucker absolutely crushes at Globe Life Field. I mean, mm-hmm. he has had a field day there, and and maybe this is what they need. Yeah, Maybe what he needs is a Scherzer coming off of an injury, maybe making a mistake. Look, you can't underestimate Scherzer even coming off of an injury because he's bad max. I mean, the dude, the dude has beat us before when he was with the Nationals in the World Series, and we weren't very successful last time we faced him in a playoff scenario. But you can catch a guy like Scherzer making a mistake here or two, maybe if he's not feeling it. And if you get Kyle Tucker going at the bottom of that lineup and he maybe brings in someone like an Abreu or someone like a Brantley and he just gets a single and brings a guy in from third, maybe that's what you need. And so knowing he has few opportunities because he's towards the bottom of the lineup, hopefully that gets him to just hyper-focus more on what he's mm-hmm. doing at the plate because he's going to throw runners out from the outfield. He's going to catch a ball. He's, he's going to make an amazing defensive play. Yeah. He just needs to get that. I think that one hit, I think once you get that one hit, mm-hmm. Kyle Tucker could go on a hot streak really, really quick because he's got one of the best bats. I think in the league, one of the most underrated players, Kyle Tucker's awesome. And to see him struggling like this is definitely you're seeing an Astros team, not at full strength with, with Kyle Tucker, uh, not playing well with Framber Valdez, not pitching well. They're just, they're not, they're out there. They're out there and there's no, it's not like, eh, you know, someone's playing with a, with a contusion or a pulled this or straight. They're out there. They're healthy. They're just not getting the job done. They're not at full strength. And as a casual observer and, and not, not a fan of either team, um, just a fan of, I, I want interesting baseball. I, I personally wanted this, this series to go seven. 